If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to Fangirls Podcast, a place for fun, fandoms, friendship, and most importantly, fangirling. I'm Lauren. And I'm Julie, and we are so excited to dish and spill the tea with you today. Yeah, so today we're talking about The Time Traveler's Wife, which is an HBO Max original miniseries adapted from the novel by Audrey Niffenager, starring Rose Leslie as Claire Abshire and Theo James as Henry de Tamble. This magical love story explores the intricate complications that arise in a marriage when your husband unwillingly time travels at a moment's notice. This was such a good show. It was so good. And first and foremost, thank you to the gods above that brought us back Theo James, that beautiful Greek Adonis of a man. I was so upset when we didn't get him in season two of Sanditon. Yeah. Of Sanditon. Yeah. Now we know what he was doing. Yeah. I missed him in Sanditon, but so glad we got him here. <laughs> oh, know? I mean, that's a sacrifice I'm willing to make because, because we better get a season two of more Theo James. So here's the thing is that this show is stopping halfway through the book. That was the thing. I remember when I watched the movie circa 09, there was so much more to this. And I was like, They've only covered half of this story. What's right. going on here? I need an HBO correspondent to fill us in on when this show is getting renewed because we need it renewed right now. I started reading the book and I'm about a quarter of the way through. And I just rewatched the movie today just to kind of, I mean, I haven't watched it since 2010. So I couldn't really remember right. what the, you know, the pacing and everything and everything is so rushed over because it's a movie, right? So when you get into episodic television, you can really delve more into the characters and what they're thinking and what they're feeling. A movie more just kind of presents you with the basics of this person's character. This is who they are. So Claire in the movie, she's just desperately love struck the whole time. And it was, it was very much a more dramatic take on the story. And yes. then Henry's character you know, it kind of goes more in order where you're starting out, you see him travel for the first time in the car crash when his mom dies. And that's not how it happens in the book. Okay. So here's a part of the show where we spill the tea. We're talking spoilers. We have seen the time traveler's wife, the show and the movie. And I've read a quarter of the book. So that is what we're talking about today. You have been warned. So in the show, we see him time travel for the first time in the museum. And then he meets himself and explains to himself, the older version of Henry that's like 28 is explaining to eight-year-old Henry what's going on. But in the movie, we see his first quote unquote time travel 
in the car. And that's pretty much all we see of young Henry in the movie. But we see it a lot more in the show where he's being taught how to pickpocket and all of these things and really delving into that metaverse sort of him talking to versions of himself. Question for you. Yeah. In the book, were there multiple Henrys in the same timeline? Yes. Okay. So they followed the book. The show followed the book. Especially the parts where you see Claire is six and Henry is 41 or whatever it is in their meeting. And so you get to see those markers of like time. And and then I loved that one episode where it's showing how all the Henry's are showing up to watch when his mother died. And it's like Henry at this age and this age and this age. So that essence of the book there really is playing out on screen. And then in the book, they will say, it'll say Claire, And then it's her perspective and then I'll say Henry and then his perspective. So it's pretty accurate as far as the pacing and the order that things are happening, which I really like. I love the direction that they took with the show and Mm -hmm. it just illustrated so many things that never came to my mind and made me want to read the book. I'm currently in a different book series at the moment. Yes, you are. (laughs) But I was fascinated at the direction that they took it in. And I was like, oh, we better get a season two because they didn't. Oh, they barely scratched the surface on what's coming up next. So, well, and the book is really funny and you don't get that from the movie, but from the series, it's funny. Henry's kind of snarky mm-hmm. and Claire's super spicy and you get that in the book, but you don't get in the, that in the movie. It's more of like this sappy sort of love story and love and drama, but they have this chemistry that is just palpable and kind of fiery. And you, you get that in the show. So my favorite book (laughs) quote so far, and here's what I'm talking about as funny. Okay. And I'm a quarter of the way through. And also just to give you guys kind of a reference point, the time period of the show is current. So their current selves is current day where we're at, you know, so 2022, but the book is about 20 years behind, probably because it was published in 2003. So she was just doing it, whatever, you know, present day. Okay. You know, Claire and Henry was present day when she was writing it. So this is when when Claire sits on Henry's lap for the first time. And they're both adults when she's meeting him when he's 28. And then they go back to his apartment after dinner. And he's, this is his thoughts. He's like, I now have an erection that is probably tall enough to ride some of the scarier rides at great America without a parent. (laughs) (laughs) There's little gems like that where I was laying on the beach when I read this and I was laughing to tears because it was so unexpected, but he's, I could just hear Theo James saying this Mm -hmm. and seeing it happen in the show or whatever, and just knowing the part that happened and thinking about him thinking that, you know, (laughs) but that's how the book is. It's really funny, like the show. And I really appreciate that. I wouldn't say I so much had a favorite quote, but I loved how you referred to him as junior. Anytime oh, his other older. selves, yeah. the younger ones. Yeah. And anytime he said, step aside, I have to go teach junior a lesson. And <laughs> now that's forever ingrained in my brain when I have to like refer to the use at the office. Yeah. I got to go teach junior a lesson. I love it. <laughs> yeah. That's but what I should start calling Lena junior. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. Lauren junior. She looks exactly <laughs> like me. Mm-hmm. I really love the agency that Claire has for herself and her sexuality and you see her vulnerability play out on screen as such a strength because she's fallen in love with this guy at a young age. So she is so confident in that when she meets him in present day. Oh yeah. And 
she just goes for what she wants. Like, I love how on their first date, she's like, oh no, I've missed you. It's been two years. This is happening. And he's just like, <laughs> okay. Sounds you know? like a plan. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, you're, you're going to have to twist my arm for that one. But Rose Leslie, she is phenomenal. Just the spice that she brings to it. She just embodies Claire and even just the red hair. Cause that's how she's described in the book is the freckles, the red hair. And she just becomes her and you're lost in the story. And then Theo James, like, geez, like if he doesn't win all the awards playing so many different distinct versions of his character, not only was it a treat to see him naked for 80% of the show, but his acting, the range was just incredible to, to be like a young asshole, a 28. And then to see him as like this more refined, calm 41 year old, he just, even like his voice, like the tenor of his voice, he changes it a little bit. And I was just blown away by his performance. Did you get a chance to watch any of the behind the scenes interviews with Theo and Rose? I went down a YouTube rabbit hole and watched some interviews. I didn't do the behind the scene ones. Okay. I need to do that. But I'm thinking after I read the book, because I, I finished the show and then I was like, I need the book. So I'm like saving these little treats for myself until I get a season two announcement. I loved specifically in the behind the scenes clips, what like their perspective on what drew them to the role. And they talk about the psychology of both Henry and Claire Mm -hmm. and how they were both like determined to bring that psychology to the forefront of of the episodes. Yeah. It was, you know, I don't want to give too much away because I want the fans to watch this specifically, but yeah, I haven't seen Rose Leslie in a leading role since game of Thrones. So to see her back in this spot, I was all about it. Mm-hmm. Same with Theo James, but I don't know. He very pretty man, very pretty man. Gorgeous. And to hear him talk about psychology, I was like, yes, sir, let's talk. I felt like I was in the room with them interviewing them. And wow. it was so I highly recommend if you guys have HBO Max, watch till the end and make sure you watch the BTS of every episode to hear what that episode meant to them because they make it like super inclusive. So you feel included in that conversation. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. So what was your favorite episode? Okay. So in all fairness, every episode had a lot to unpack. Oh yeah. They covered so much ground in a very short amount of time, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to have to give it up to episode four. (gasps) Me too. That is mine. Yes. Okay. Let's talk about this. Okay. There was so much in that episode. Like I felt for Claire. Well, yeah. Cause she's basically like seducing 41 year old Henry when she turns 18, because she knows that's going to be the last time she sees him in the clearing. Mm-hmm. And then she'll meet him two years later when he's 28 for in his present time. So yeah, Claire says, I want you to be my first. And Henry says, I don't want to be yours. I want to be your last Claire. And I'm like, you just lost your chance to hold out now because Stop that it, was sir. romantic. Right. And then she's like, well, you've never seen me naked. And he's like, I've seen you naked hundreds of times. She's like, not when I'm 18. And then she takes her clothes <laughs> off and He's like, I'm not just going to fall for that. And then the next scene, it's like, they've clearly just finished doing what they're going to do. I'm like, that's the agency I'm talking about. She knows what she wants, you know? And she's like, I groomed you. Now I wonder about this. I'm like, who do you think groomed who in this scenario? He actually, he took ownership of it and he called the situation out. He's like, it's grooming. And I was like, oh, you never see a man own up to it. Good job. (laughs) But he never, that was never his goal. That was never his intention. Yeah. He's like, I have rules. Yes. That was his safe place. Just like it was Claire's mm-hmm. growing up. So he did not think or associate that with grooming. I think he inadvertently groomed her. Well, he was just wonderful. So mm-hmm. it's like, 
how could she not fall in love with him? You know, he's just wonderful. And then she had parents that were busy. Her mom was kind of depressed of off in her brain somewhere else. And the dad was really focused on the son becoming also becoming an attorney. So she was kind of just left to do her own thing. And she was close with her sister, but for this adult to spend time with her and like go over her French lessons and playing chess and playing board games and just talking, that's what kids want. And then of course, as she gets older, she starts to develop a crush on him. We get to see that progression of really the depth of the relationship that they have. And we didn't get that in the movie. We just got tiny little tidbits, not enough. You get to see how close they really were, how, how safe she felt with him to to decide that. And no one are 18th birthday. Like, yes, I want to lose my virginity to this man that I love who I know mm-hmm. I'm going to marry because he told me, I think he tried not to groom her, but, but just being wonderful. It's like, well, of course, I mean, gosh, yeah. who wouldn't fall in love with a guy like that. But an- another thing I love about episode four is that it's like juxtaposed with the emptiness Claire feels as she's turning to other people during her time apart from Henry. And, you know, she's waiting, you know, she knows she's going to see him in two years, but there's that emptiness to have seen someone on a regular basis, weekly or whatever it was mm-hmm. for 14 years. And then to not see them for two years, you know, this was her best friend. And in the movie, she's like, you're my best friend. And I've been in love with you since I was six. They didn't say that in the show, but she ha- did say she w- had been in love with him, but she also was like, he was, he was her best friend. Right. And then the proposal, she says to Henry husband propose. Cause she finds out like, wait, you never proposed to me. And he's like, well, we just knew it was going to happen. Husband propose. And yeah. like, okay. She, but that agency, she's so strong in this show. And she's kind of just is more wimpy in the movie. And I mean, she, you know, she still has that undying love for Henry, but I just love like what a strong character she's presented as in the show, because that's how she comes off in the books. Her sister is also super spicy. And I love that. And I was like, why don't I remember this in the movie? And again, love the direction that they took this show in, but I was like, oh, it, Maybe it's in the book. I don't know. Let me check. You see the sister for a second during the wedding day in the movie, but there's just not time to really go into everything and to get to know the relationship. So another thing in episode four is the dinner party, which I love because that was my favorite. Yes. The two Henry's one Henry is in the plaid blanket. Yes. And then the other Henry is like the present day Henry at 28. And he's like cooking in his plaid blanket. And they explain to the friends that he's a time traveler. They did such an amazing job with that scene. And then there's all these other things kind of happening. And then, you know, with her first time and then the same blanket, and then she puts the blanket on the bed and they're tying everything together. And then when she first sees older Henry and she's like touchy flirty with him and the other Henry's like, I'm standing right here. She's like, (laughs) Oh, I've missed you so much. He's just come from being with her in the meadow for the last time. Right. So it was just all connected so well. And you don't get anything like that in the movie. None at all. And I loved how he kept reiterating to Gomez and younger Henry that this is your best friend. Be nice. Please be nice. You need him later on. Poor Gomez who loves Claire is Mm -hmm. absolutely head over heels in love with Claire. We'll never get Claire. Yeah. Knows the competition and sees douchey young Henry thinking he still has a chance only to see older Henry and be like, Oh, just, just kidding. Never mind. Never mind. You ain't got nothing on him. Right. And only to be told by older Henry, Hey, I'm going to be your best friend. (laughs) I know you like my wife. (laughs) It's fine. We can laugh about it. It's totally cool. But moving forward, here's stock info. Yeah. (laughs) Invest in TikTok. He's like, how'd you know I was going to say that? He's like, well, I've already heard it. And he points to himself. (laughs) (laughs) Right. 
Yeah. I mean, I love the idea that the story is out of order. It kind of, the movie went more in order per mm-hmm. se, but I love that they're giving us this information out of order because that's how Claire's getting the information. And, you know, she wasn't able to fall in love with Henry in the right order. And the theme for her is waiting and being yeah. patient and persevering. The show really explores what that feels like for Claire. She's, I mean, she's a patient woman. Like I know I'm patient. But this woman, (laughs) the idea of hurry up and wait drove me crazy. Yes. And that was the reoccurring theme throughout the whole show. And I get it. That's, that's the theme, but when you're, when your theme is hurry up and wait for Theo James, that's tough. Yeah. (laughs) Are you kidding me right now? What caught you in the feels? When all of the Henry's came back to the day that his mother died and then the whole leading up to that. And then the young him going back to the museum and he sees his mom and he tries to talk to her and she's upset. And just that whole part of losing his mom, you really see how that affected him. But also what happens when he's under stress, he travels more or, and it's interesting in the movie and in the book, they talk about like really important events are like gravity. So he's pulled to them mm-hmm. and, you know, Claire's like, so I was an important event. So that's why he keeps being pulled to her as well. And then when all the numbers of his ages just popped up on the screen, I was like, oh my gosh, this little boy, he just misses his mommy. Like that must've been, I mean, it's like one of the most traumatic things you could ever imagine. So yeah, definitely caught me in my fields. For sure. I was eating cookie dough during that part. 100%. How about you? When Claire shows Henry what her attacker did to her. Oh, and she's standing in the headlights. Oh, I had chills. And which eventually led to him screaming that you are my wife. And then she runs out. Yeah. Yeah. And that whole scene, I was just, I'm fine. (laughs) I'm fine. Here's Claire turning it into art as far as what she does with the marker. Yeah. And realizing that this attacker had many victims and turning it into an art installation in her home to memorialize the event of how it came full circle. And I was, this is like art inception. (laughs) I haven't gotten to that part in the book yet, but I'm really excited to see how close it is because mm-hmm. it's done in so much detail right. that I'm like, they didn't get that in the movie. No, no. It was, it was more focused on like the, the love story and it, and it is, but they just didn't have the time to really get into things, but you are understanding what this relationship was like for them. Biggest cliffhanger. Okay. So episode six, the wedding chaos ensues. 40 year old Henry ends up having to marry Claire because the stressed out 28 year old Henry can't stop time traveling on his wedding day over and over and over. So Gomez and his dad are having to just be in this emergency mode, trying to help him. Mm -hmm. And then young Henry visits present day Claire at their house. And Claire is upset because Henry has just told her that he's gotten a vasectomy. Right. Because they've tried to have babies. She keeps miscarrying because the baby is traveling out of her womb. And she, you can see when she gets the notion in her head, she's like, oh, young Henry has not had a vasectomy. She's going to make a baby with that young Henry. That's what she gets in her mind. So season two better get announced so we can watch this happen. Right. And I remember seeing that in the movie and seeing how determined she was to be like, well, I technically didn't cheat. You can't yeah, get she's mad like, at me. I didn't, I didn't cheat on you. Okay. Yeah. I'm pregnant with your baby. Yeah. <laughs> and I think you see the psychology of not just, I'm going to do what I want when I want and how I want. As far as Claire's mindset goes, it's how do I make this still happen? How do I prevent this from happening again? I haven't had this instance 
with a young Henry, let me play this game out. And well, yeah. And in the movie, she said, when you get stressed out, you time travel. I cannot have a stressful pregnancy and we can't argue about this anymore. So I need to have the most serene pregnancy possible because the baby's going to feel my stress. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when it clicks for her <clears throat> because I think also it has to do with, she just found another chance to get pregnant by him. Right. But then she's realizing I, I cannot be stressed. In episode six, she just seems so lost and so depressed. And the only thing that can make her happy is her wedding day video. And she's yeah. explaining that, but she is giving him no hope of what marriage looks like. There's no hope. And then you see the hope come back to her when she realizes you don't have a vasectomy yet. (laughs) (laughs) And you see her get a second chance at life and boom and credit scene. And I was like, no, how is this a season finale? No, don't do this to me yet. Why wasn't it followed with a season two? We'll be back two years from now or whenever. <laughs> we'll see you in two you know? years. I'd be like, F right? that. No, we need to see you as soon as possible. Right. So we are pumped for, we loved season one. We were pumped for season two. I'm loving the book and I'm loving Theo James. All being, day, every day. <laughs> yeah. Just being in his birthday suit. And now it is time for the Fangirl Spotlight of the Week. The Fangirls podcast is now on Etsy. Our shop has a variety of original custom-made fandom-inspired artwork in digital download form. With prints inspired by Outlander, Bridgerton, Harry Potter, Marvel, and more, you are sure to find a design that celebrates your favorite fandom. We are offering 10% off our Etsy store with the code FANGIRL. The link to our store and all the info will be in the show notes. Fangirls podcast is brought to you by Believe Podcast Network, and we want to take a moment and thank you for tuning into our podcast. Please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to podcasts so that we can dish and spill the tea with more fangirls and fan guys like you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Please be sure to subscribe to our podcast to hear all of our latest episodes. We love hearing from you, so connect with us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Check out our website to see all that the fangirls are up to. We post a monthly shopping guide called The Fangirls' Favorite Things, inspired by your favorite fandoms. All the information will be in the show notes. See you next time. See you next time. We here at the Fangirls Podcast are not affiliated with the following. HBO, HBO Max, The Time Traveler's Wife, Audrey Niffenager, that one. Yep. Or any of the cast are of The Time Traveler's Wife or fortunately no Theo James either. Or his butt. Or his butt. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.